Good evening, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Let's Sit and Chat. My name is DJ Supi Americano. And this is Antoinette. And let's go! Let's go! And let's begin. You always going to do love, it. I love my start. I, I love this start. It's like the, the best start for a, 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 a podcast show. I mean, I guess if you like it, I love it. You really love Gorilla. I said, I do. I really do love her. Yeah. And I, I hope I get to meet her someday. I get see. To, uh, we want to hang out. Gorilla, I want to hang out with you. That's it. Just one time. Me, you go chilling in Memphis, your hood, and, you know, where we could go Arkansas, or we could go uh, down Mississippi, whichever you want. I hope that can happen in this lifetime. I'd like to meet her. But anyway... Um, we're going to speak positive. Actually, I'm speaking that positive in the atmosphere to that to actually happen. That would be pretty cool. Mm. She put me on her video or something like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> music video. Um, what's, what has happened over this week? Um, I, first of all, I had a great week. Um, yesterday, uh, I was actually DJing in the mall and, um, <laughs> I just had some giggles, some really giggles and stuff, but I've noticed how... Um, my skill level has gotten better. Um, one of the positive <clears throat> things I want to say or words I want to use is the, uh, the word practice. Um, pra- uh, whatever you're good at in life, you want to, to master it. It's actually practice and consistency. Those are the very two key things to becoming better at what you are good at. Um, if you're a singer, of course you want to keep singing. If you are a basketball player, of course you want to play, keep playing ball. Whatever talent you have to make it better and for, for you to grow and become that person and expand your talent, you want to practice. You want to be consistent. Acting. Whatever it is, you want to keep doing that because in this life, the better, the better you get at what you love to do, then, I mean, they say sky the limit, but I like to go past the sky. Right. So, so have you been applying the skills that I taught you? Yes, yes, Jordan or DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> we the best music. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. You've definitely. Uh, I remember when you first started DJing and. I do just was like, nah, I think this is something I'm going to continue doing. I was like, all right, it sounds yeah. fun. And then, like, once you did it, yeah, you ran with my, it. My friend who I saw yesterday, um, congratulations um, to your new baby, your newborn. Well, not she. She's, she's supposed to give birth just now. But she reminded me of something when I first started. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you used to play like this. And now you play like this. She's right. like, I, I was there very beginning. And I watched you. But I already knew. You from started playing in New York and Company. No, 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 no. New York and Company. You wasn't playing in it? Okay, okay. No, no, no. Okay. This is how I started. I started in New York and Company. And then I, um, before that, my friend, DJ Lex, mm-hmm. um, he was playing in New York and Company. And then I was emceeing behind him. Mm-hmm. And then um, my other f- barber, he was playing as well. I didn't know he was a DJ. So I had two people who one was a producer and a DJ. The other one was a DJ. Mm-hmm. And I used to just sit, watch them. And I used to say to myself, Man, I could do this too. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is you got to know, you got to know music. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that's very key to this whole thing. You got to know music, both old and new. And once you get Different the... Different genres. Yeah. Once you, once you get the board now, once you understand the board, it's a wrap. Because now, how do you create... Well, how long did it take you to understand the board? 
I'm still understanding it right now. Okay. I, I haven't perfected the board yet. Okay. You know, uh, it's funny, you, like, just like the Dreamcast, even uh. though I was just playing it, I was like, damn, I forgot this, that. But once you perfect certain buttons and knowing how to do certain things, you could really create something special with music. Mm-hmm. Taking one song and another, mixing it together. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially mixing it. I because, do see a lot of people doing it, though, now yeah. online. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, um, yesterday, I took Biggie Smalls, um, uh, what's that song? Well, um, uh, uh, um, all about the Benjamins. Mm-hmm. I took that, and I and I mixed it with I forgot what song it was, but it it just it just it, it sounds so good. I took Beyonce, um, before I let you go, and mm-hmm. I put Bev- I mixed it together. Mm-hmm. It's just so good when you can take the old and new and clash. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I've had places and gone to places where the DJ was great the whole night mm-hmm. and i'm going to places where i just was like nah oh. this is or like if they start off good mm-hmm. but then they don't know how to like they end up playing the same thing over same and thing over. over yeah play the same song like five six times it's like okay all right all right all right yeah. that's enough but um no nah, you do great you do excellent and i've I've seen you grown um over the years but i mean for us we always listen to like we it, it was always good to us yeah but then again it, i think the point of it is and i think this is something else for me when it comes to my business is you can always like it's easier to do it when it comes to friends and family right, because right. of course they're going to support, support you. you but the real test is, is when you go out can you impress strangers com- yes and so i remember at the wedding right everybody was just like um, the guy, the guy in the red, the guy in the red. Who is <laughs> the that? The greatest showman. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my grandmother was like, who is that? I said, oh, that's why I told you. I'm like, bring, I remember you brought, you brought your business cards and everybody was asking about you, both sides. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I said, yeah, everybody was asking about you. You got your business cards. He was like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. But it, it was great. That's another one to bring up is confidence. My confidence I have, I've always, I've always been a confident person, okay. but it went from here to there. It's skyrocket. Right. So now, yeah. I do feel like I'm at a point in my DJing career that I can pretty much DJ anything. Mm. Anything. I could DJ anything. I remember being a drum. I could DJ for deaf people. But I'll tell you something. Even they have parties too based on the booming. Yeah, the, the, boom, the, boom, ba- the, the bass. The beat. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Oh. Bring yeah, it. Good. Bring it. Good. Yeah. Good. Bring it. Um... I had a pretty good week. I mean, it was slow, slow at work. I see. But my positive, I see you're moving. A yeah, lot. I'm moving a lot. My positive for the week is I should be officially back this week. I'll get my my appointment, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I want to do, I don't know, it sounds crazy. First thing I want to do is is book a trip somewhere. Good. <laughs> good. No, good. Now that I'm able to get around more, but yeah, um, yeah, it was a good. It's been a good week. I've been definitely moving around more, so I am good, and so I'm hoping to get more done you know especially for this podcast not only for this podcast but for my business and everything else so we're gonna be moving we moving literally we're moving literally yes um can you you, believe we're almost like the 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 month is like almost it's short it's the shortest month i still feel like it went by so fast Mm -hmm. folks i don't know how many i'm gonna put a poll out there do y'all feel like the year is going by fast no I, f- I feel like the year is going by like th- It's like, nah, this year is already about to moving be March. fast. I don't think so. I think so. I'm going to put the I poll out. I think the out. month went by fast. I'm going to put a poll out. Do y'all feel at this moment 
is the year going by fast. Maybe not for me because the past like eight weeks I've been literally in one place. Right. Oh, and okay. so for me it's like I'm, I haven't been ripping and running and doing well, things. Life, life is still, life still goes. It is still going. I'm yeah. still getting things done but you know I'm not moving around as much as, like you was. Right. Um, are rather. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into oh no. Uh, black History Month person today. No, no, no. We're gonna, but we're gonna speak on a bunch of Black History. So you're not gonna just. Yeah, we're not gonna mm-hmm. because because this is like the final week mm-hmm. of it. So in a business, do you have a business shout out? Yeah, today? I will shout out the business today. Give me a second. Let me just. I gotta pull her page. So give me one second. Mm-hmm. But we can. I don't wanna. I always kind of mess up, mess up her thing. Actually. Yeah. So pull her page up. We're gonna shout her out. Um. Into Tella Travel. Hold up, let me just go into her. You make sure you post her. Yes, I am. She's gonna be very happy because I actually I'm always looking for her all the time. All right. And make sure you send me her link actually yes, too. I will. Oh, shoot. So folks, um, I just want to let some of y'all know. Is that I, her page? No, no, I'm about to go into it. When okay. I travel, I mean sometimes I use kayak, and um, we should have a um, episode on on travel. I gotta get yes, another episode on traveling. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind giving some of my secrets. Yes. On what I do. Some of y'all may know these secrets. Some of y'all may not know these secrets. Mm-hmm. But the point is... I'm still there, trying to get him to convince him to do a page. A yeah, I, page. I want you guys to... I want people to travel. I really do. I don't want I don't want people to be confined to... I really home. think you should do a travel page, though. Yeah. I mean, if you give me 80%, I hope Here you Here we are. go with that. <laughs> I swear. I swear. No, seriously. All jokes aside. And I've been saying this for years. This is not the first time I'm saying this. I really think you should do a travel page. I think I would... One of the things... Oh, you should post that, though. Do you think Antoine should do a travel page? People, a lot of people a know Poland? you travel. Okay, a Poland. Yeah, yeah. I should, yeah. and I almost um, became a flight attendant. Actually, I'll never forget that. Yeah, you know that's something I uh, I consider doing too. That that that, I, that almost happened, yeah. folks. Flight attendant for JetBlue. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. I probably would have been the best. You would have uh, been a, a great, great flight attendant. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Stewardess to the point where somebody would have probably hired you privately. You see how that guy, that fight attendant that sat there yeah. for the lady, I would have done the same. Yeah. I would have done more. I would have, me and her would have been drinking wine. I would have got Listen, fired, but who cares? <laughs> you know, Gina turned, my mother, well, my mother, Gina turned 60 this year. So if you free, can we go into Florida? Only because you I know. will make, hold on, let me say, I, when is it her, uh, June, right? June. I will make myself available <laughs> for that trip. I told you from the cruise ship, I, 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 I thought about a lot of people. Your mm-hmm. family came up in my said. You guys will have a, a wonderful time yeah. if y'all did that cruise. Yeah. I see, I could see it because I'm like, me and my sisters, like, we're having a great time. But in my mind, I'm like, this is not just a a couple. It's a family cruise. You could really go as a family, mm-hmm. have a great time, rated R to PG. Well, this is her first time flying. Okay. So being that this is her first time flying, and if anybody out there, if you guys never flown before, and, and some people are scared, and that's one of her things, she did have a fear of flying, and so I just want her to uh, have that experience of flying, mm-hmm. and then just being in another state. Like, yeah, of course, to me and you, Florida's Florida. Like, we we know Florida. We've yeah. been there multiple times, but for her, this is completely different. She's never flown and she's never been to Florida. So I feel like Florida was the easiest. It was the quickest flight. Yes. And so I would definitely go, go. Um, you know, to, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to Florida. Um, but we'll update y'all on the yes. trip. But. So Intelli Travel, um, done by Tanisha, a.k.a. 
Miss Bossy, I call her Miss Bossy. That's what she calls herself as well. She's an independent travel advisor. She's very, very great on cruises. She is the cruise queen. I have uh, traveled her on the cruise we've had. Actually, I call her my bingo charm. Okay. Because every uh, cruise I've been on with her, when I play bingo, I've won. Okay. Not once, not twice, three every times. Time. Okay. Yes. Every time. Yes. So she is my charm when it comes to bingo. Like. Mm-hmm. Either she has to be there or on that ship, and I, I, I feel it. Okay. <laughs> she, I, when I get her on this po- uh, podcast, she'll, I'll let her tell the story about what I wanted that first time and how I passed out, and she screamed out for me, "Bingo, bingo, bingo, bingo!" Because I couldn't believe that you passed I passed out. I passed out because I was like, "Bing, boom!" <laughs> and she got my cross the bingo, bingo. I tell you, if she'll, I'll let her tell the story because she tells it and it's hilarious. Also, she's a comedian on the side. Okay. I know about that too. She's on there, right? yeah, on the side. But um, yeah, she has a wonderful. So if you like going to kayak, Priceline, and Hot Wire, and all these Expedia, well, she's black owned, self travel business right here. You go online. She got cars, cruises, flights. I usually I book hotels, cars. I mean the cruises. I mean she so, can set up a nice, a wonderful trip for you. So we, one of the things that I do want to plan is a family cruise. We've never done. Mm-hmm. Um, we've. I don't think we've ever really traveled as a family, huh? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send her a quick video as we're talking. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so one of the things that, um, you know, we've never really traveled as a family. We, do, you know, we do a lot of things, mm-hmm. but one of the things that we haven't done yet was to travel as a family, and so. I really want to put together this family cruise for us. Mm-hmm. So, being that she has, she's an expert on cruises, and being that it's, it's going to be such a large party, so I'm hoping she'll be able to deal with such a big party. Yeah, oh no, no, she'll be able to. She'll be able to. She's the cr- cruise queen. Okay, I'm telling you. So she yeah, no, loves, so, She loves her cruises. So you send me her information. Yes, I'm gonna send you her information. Um, that's what we're doing right now. Uh, okay so i'm gonna um, send me her information and i would definitely reach out to her and kind of get an idea maybe i can just kind of get an idea of how i can do it how i can set it up yeah um you know of course even though it's a big family you know would we in all the all the questions i'm sure she have answers to all my questions but so yes definitely i would use her and like i tell people you got to support your peers businesses your mm-hmm. friend you mm-hmm. got to get mm-hmm. off a kayak i know i get it folks yes of course everything for a buck and it's a the go to right but sometimes you gotta look at the bigger picture right i help kayak is already established billion million yeah why well, i can't help my friend out and mm-hmm. make her the same thing and then for me <laughs> i'm like I, I, look i will feel more happier happen, helping her out than helping out kayak right so that's just me right it's all right you, you, you're having a recording yeah 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 was you able to send it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm going to definitely. I'll definitely go and uh, so send me her information and I'll go. And make sure and you post it on our page. Remember, remember that I got to buy a shirt. My friend, she's going to send me her size so I can get that shirt from you. Okay. They say I was going to get a Do shirt you know she you. know what shirt she wants or just... Oh, actually, there you go. That's what I meant to actually. So okay. Send, well, I'm, we'll get into that because, of course, y'all know Annette has a business herself. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'll send you the link, the link to my Etsy, mm-hmm. and you can send it to her, and she can just tell you which one she wants. Any shirt she wants. Yeah, later. actually, you know, I might buy one for Tanisha too as well. I'll send okay. her things so I can get her. Okay, one as well. yeah, no that's, problem. That's two people now. I appreciate you. So yeah, look at you. We talking about traveling. You got chips here. <laughs> that's casino chips. That's one from the boat I was on, and one then the other one um, from the. I can't wait. Ago. That's one of the things. That's what I really wanted to do. Um, is a cruise, but because you know, ever since COVID, I know we're talking 
travel, y'all. So listen to the tips. Antoine always, first of all, let me tell you, Antoine. This is from France. And, not... I, and, I, and I might have mentioned, is it good? It tastes a little bitter, but. Let me see. Yeah. See. It's a little bit. Maybe because I have so much you call Ooh, inside. It smells bitter. It smells bitter, yeah. Okay. Ooh, you right. Yeah, a little bitter, right? Oh, it does have bad. an aftertaste to it, but not bad. Nineteen twenty. Um. Oh, it's a mixture of of Cabernet French and then Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Is that rose? Yeah, rose. 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 Well, rose. Right? Well, I'm. I mean, I ain't French, but I'm sure that's what they. Rose. 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 <laughs> All right, so shout out to Tanisha, that's her name? Tanisha Holloway, aka Miss Bossy, the cruise queen. Cruise queen. Uh, yeah. But she does give... anything. She do more than she just does, cruises. Yeah, she'll yeah. I remember one time, let me tell this quick story. One time I could not get this hotel or my internet was not working. I said, Tanisha, can you can you please get this whole I was in um WrestleMania last year. Uh-huh. And she booked my hotel through the phone, like a like an agent. Right. I mean, I don't like to, you know, but Give her a call. Give mm. her a call. Mm. She'll definitely will help you out. Okay. Definitely Where's she located at? Like, Brooklyn. You... Okay. I'm not going to give her full address. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> but she's located in Brooklyn. She's a, okay, great. She's a Brooklyn native. Mm-hmm. I don't know what part Brooklyn, but she's a Brooklyn mm-hmm. native. So, yeah. So, you can go and see see her in person if you want yes, to. If okay, you, great. I mean, you know, yeah, if you are a customer. So, yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, We're that's great. On. Yeah. Black business. Black owned business. Yeah. We talking all black everything today. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because we're on the final week and um, pretty and, much. And let me tell you something. Just because we're on the final week of Black History Month, which is they gave us the shortest bum ass month, which is okay. <laughs> it's Black History every day for us anyway. Because we black all day every day. I, I just know what Morgan Freeman said to that. You said right? <laughs> <laughs> Repeat. You told us last time or the other yeah. day. <laughs> Would you like? To have no, he, he right. said no. Right. Okay, so how you think how I feel? Right. And Morgan Freeman was so right. He was so right. Yes. Yeah, he was they so came, right. They literally <laughs> was like, all right, all right. Let's We're gonna give, give, give y'all his, something historical, but it's just gonna be February. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all could have right. done better than that. Even though January, I mean, let's say the whole month for for January is for Dr. King, pretty much is on it for one week. Listen, Black History is every day, every day, all day, every day, and three hundred sixty five days a year. 24-7. And that's why the topic today, oh, well, the, the title and the topic will be Black Excellence. So we're going to talk about a bunch of black heroes, both... Good and bad. Good and bad. Because we're not really... Good, yeah, 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 yeah. Not all, listen, we, and, and this is, I think, one of the things that I say is, um, I seen some of people's like, oh, why people be acting like black people so perfect? Like, no, not no, at all. No. You got some terrible black people yeah, out yeah. there. That done okay? that, that messed that up. That does some bad that things. That messed up in life. But then you have some, we, we've great, we have some great black people. And, and I honestly, yeah. When people say we built this country, we literally yeah. did build this country. We did. I'm so, sure the, the slaves, the, our ancestors, when they were building the White House, I don't know if one of them, while they were fixing, were like, do you think we're ever going to be president someday? I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure it was one of those so? things. I th- I'm sure it was going to be... Among them, that was the conversation. Yeah, that... I think for some, it was like, no, it'll never be this way. Like, this is going to... This is the this is what's happened. This is us. This is what's normal. And then for some people, it was like, no, I believe that better times is going to come. I, I, I think that conversation stirred up. And I think that's why it's like, you know, we're slaves. But at the end of the day, we, we see a better future coming. Yeah. So therefore, not everybody thought that way. Yeah, I don't think everyone thought that way, but I think they did say to themselves, "Yeah, we're building this, but one day, mm-hmm. one day we'll be able." And it's like a, it's like baby steps because even with the Civil War, at one time they didn't. I mean, well, this this is kind of political. Well, the North 
accepted blacks in, right? To be in, and in, as of titles and generals and certain ranking, mm-hmm. they wasn't accepted. But then over a period of time, they became a general. They became a sergeant. They mm-hmm. became this high up in the ranks. And mm-hmm. then, you know, who would have thought that now from, I mean, we had, what was it, Colin Powell. He became, uh, I forgot, what, well, he was secretary of state, the first black man secretary of state to the country. But then he had the highest uh, rank in the military mm-hmm. as a black guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It took time. Everything takes time. Progress always takes time. But we do get there. And then, of course, look what happened. Barack Obama became president. Right. Who would have thought? And I'm never sure... I've never thought I've I'm seen I'm sure it. our ancestors was like, so this is the moment. Mm-hmm. Was it you two, have people, 2008, right? right. 2008. Yeah. This was the moment mm-hmm. that we built. We built... It took a long time. That's a long time, I though. remember when that happened, or, or even after the fact, though, and I remember coming across a couple of the stories of... Um, people who were actually, it's not bad. Actually. Literally, like I think I mixed it. That's why it tastes like. Oh, that's why I'm probably, um, because they, you know, they and then they're like real late, like nineties or whatever case may be. And them say, I remember one lady, um, saying she never like I think literally that she was crying because she said she never thought she'll see the day. Yeah. She never thought yeah. she'll see the day when a black person was present. Imagine if you come from the civil rights era and you saw this, mm-hmm. it, it had to break you because. That time and then this time, it's a major, it's a major change from mm-hmm. the civil rights era to now. Even though we are kind of like still fighting yes. civil rights, we're still in that fight. Can you imagine but, that? Yeah, which which is crazy because you would think the transition would be completely. But mm-hmm. of course, living in this imperfect world, um, <coughs> and I said this. This is why I said we're going to talk about a lot of national heroes. Before, now, and as we're going forward, where do you see black people going forward? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it, you know, who knows? Who knows where, what the future holds in this country? I, th- I also feel like it's, it, I think, it's this fear and it's this fear mm-hmm. of other races of the achievement and the goals of black people because I feel like we've came a long way. A long way, yes. And I, one of the things I always I always do and one of the things that I say and even to myself is how happy and I and proud I am of this generation. Like I remember I don't know if this is something we talked about last you still got this baby shower thing on. I don't know if this um we talked about this last week where you were telling me can I mention? She just she said, "I love how you appreciate how you much. Thank you. I wish you could save the video. I think she wants me to do the video again so she can use it while we're talking." Okay. Okay. So I might do it again. We'll shout her out again yeah, towards yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah, thing. Yeah. Um. But you were saying, uh, I don't know if we said this on the podcast. You were saying that how one of your friends who worked in retail said that somebody emailed or something <laughs> said they quit. quit. Yeah. Right. And so one of the things that I'm just so happy about in this situation is because. I think growing up, even in our generation, uh, our generation growing up, our parents probably all all peers told us, you just got to listen. You got to go to school, graduate, and then work hard. That's it. You know, they don't really just, it's just that you got to work, 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 work. You know, and a lot of these companies, that's what they expect you to do. Damn near work yourself to death. And then when they don't, you know, and if something happens to you, they just going to replace you. That's one thing I remember my mother always telling me, and she said, Cause I have to come home tired, tired. Cause one thing about me, I'm I'm going to try to catch a dollar. I'm gonna and I was working. I used to work two jobs, and but that's when I had the energy. Work two jobs, still and still trying to have a social life. It was hard. Mm-hmm. And the older I got, the harder it got. got right. You know, so I was working two jobs, going to school part time. 
um, working two jobs, and then still having a social life. Do you feel like you was a modern-day slave at that time? I don't think I had that mentality. I think for okay. me, it's just like, I'm not going to ask anybody for nothing. So since I'm, I don't want to ask anybody for nothing. Since you know, I don't want to do that, I'm going to work. You didn't want the handout. <laughs> right. So I'm going to work. So so for me, it was like, I'm going to work. But I think over time, over time, and even now me sitting now, like in, at this age and in companies I used to work for. But I think I knew earlier on, like what, like after, like when I used to work in retail, right? I used to work at this company. Um, and I didn't like the way he was treating me. Like, I just, I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I found me a new job and mm-hmm. I left. They didn't want me to leave. They did not want me to go. My boys kept asking, like, what is it? Cause I can get you to stay. And I was like, it's nothing you can get me to stay. Like, you know, she was going to give you a raise. Was she going to make you, you a, know what it was? I, I think what made me open my eyes to, to me leaving was me having a, uh, they did a review. Right. And so I sat with one of my, superiors uh and i remember talking like Anthony, you're a wonderful worker like you're great you're a people person you get along with everybody at the job you great with customers but and you know if it was up to me i'll make you a lead or a supervisor i can't remember what it was and i was like okay well that's that's excellent and then he was like oh but he felt like i was too close to the workers there so i'm like well just move me to another store and he was like no i can't afford to lose you and I was like, ah, okay, no problem. They see the quality and the quality. Right. And, so my and, thing is, yeah. so you're going so you're going to derail my, or you're going to slow down my process or my achievements because you don't want to lose me when you know you can just put me in another store so I can achieve. Mm-hmm. If you feel like I'm too close, which wasn't the case. Like, I worked very well with everybody. Right. Anyway, I say all that to say... I'm super proud of Dabba Generation. It's like not said, like even my niece, like, you know, she worked. I'm, I always tell her, I'm like, whenever my sister's still call me, like, oh yeah, she started a job. And then like 30 days, not even, sometimes not even 30 days later. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, how's the job going? Oh girl, I quit. I, I ain't like the way they was treating me. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's great though, because it's, it, it's like, I don't want to be in a company. I, I mean, at this age, I'm not dealing with nobody's bullshit. Yeah. You're not about to pay me little to nothing. Or even if you're paying me well, and if this is affecting my mental health, then I got to go. I got to go. But it, I, you know, and it was like that. It was like that. But back, but earlier on, if I was to get fired or something was to happen, I'd be so distraught because it's like, damn, what? I don't have no, like, you have this fear of losing your job. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, I, I definitely uh, respect the new, I mean, I think that we don't do it because now I think now we do it. But I think this new generation of what they call them. Um, Z, mm-hmm. Z babies, cause we X. Are we X? No, but it's Generation Z. No, we not. We Z. Generation Z. We're millennials. Nah, we are millennials. Millennials. So who's after us? Uh, your mother's considered. Uh, no, that's before us. She's a baby boomer. Before Gina's G- before us. She's. I'm talking about after us. Who's generation after? Generation Z. That's my nephews. Okay. The generation. Uh, Daisy baby. So we're millennials. Daisy, yeah. Daisy and Lisa's ba- uh, daughter is um are Generation Z babies. After 1997, or I forgot the year, mm-hmm. you are considered a Generation okay. Z baby. Yeah. So pretty much you're a. They call it the social online, com- the computer computer because everything now is technology yeah mm-hmm. in in our yeah don't get me wrong windows 95 and windows 98 was the thing yeah but it wasn't the thing because it wasn't as there was no things. facebook there wasn't instagram mm-hmm. we we were more outside than indoors yeah we right. had tv but we were still outside 
Gina time was war. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of wars going on. They fighting. were still fighting. It was yeah. a, it was all that stuff going on. So the mindset is really really different yeah. growing up. And, and that's but why I, I said do, the Everest is kind of it is very it does different. Shape, it does shape your character in a way, right? But I think when one, one of the, that's why I said like my niece, even when I'm talking to her and she tell me about these jobs, and I'd be like, "You left?" She'd be like, "Yeah." You know, with no, I'm like, did you find something else? She'd be like, no, I'm going to find something, though. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to appreciate that. I got to appreciate that you're not letting. And I know, I told, and I, I spoke about this last week, about my last job. And I'm like, I, that, that's going to be the last time I ever let a company mentally take me to the place that I never wanted to be. Because it's like, why, why, am I, why am I taking work home with me? I never oh, want to be that person to take got, work home with me. You got homework. Uh, right. <laughs> I've been out of school. Why am I taking work home with me? And so, yeah, I appreciate this new generation. Mm. And I know some people may say, oh, this new generation, they lazy. They don't want to work. They don't want to do it. I'm like, no. I think they know what they're worth. And I think that they should be, um, they should let it be known that, nah, I deserve better than this. And I should not be treated in any type of way. Because at the end of the day, this is a revolving door. You need me. And this is what, the, this is what people fail to realize. These companies need these employees just yeah. as much as yeah. the employees need yeah. their job. That's why, I, that's why um, you know, one of the things I had said, especially with the thing with the border, with all these uh, people coming down from Mexico and et cetera, all these right. other countries, there should be something, whether you are... You coming up and you you asking for a sign or whatever is right there at that very moment. I think everything should be decided right there. You coming up with a family of five. Okay, do you have a work permit? No, we're gonna give you a work permit for one year, maybe right. two years. Right. Okay, do you have family here? Okay, everything should be decided right there. So this way, it's easier for them to get a job because I I, I just kind of try to tap into that mindset that I'm leaving one country because it's horrible. Right, it's crime, and, and I'm leaving to come here to have a better oh, work is not right, right, a better chance in this country for not just for me for my children, especially when you bring up children. Right, even though some of them use that as the pawn too, but they want a better life, and so you set and fix everything right there, and you give them a timetable to kind of like decide. Well, if you don't get everything together by this point, you have to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just that's just how I see it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know. It's a work, like I said, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It is a very so much yeah, but when it, but like uh, one of the things that I said too is um, we talking about black excellence, and so which is why I I mentioned, you know, out this new generation of black, you know, black kids or black children, generation Z babies, yes, just succeeding and and yeah, a lot of way, entrepreneurs, yes, a lot, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of, between Z and millennials, yes. I feel like there's more. Entrepreneurs do the millennials, but the Generation Z babies, they are coming up. I just feel like the Generation Z babies, they're still caught up with the Facebook and Instagram, but that's what's thriving, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have an Instagram and a Facebook, it, it really or like, you're, you're like back in the day. Right. You really are considered a back in the day person. My grandmother, the, uh, of that was it last year, two years ago, somebody put her up on Facebook and she was mad. Don't put me on that social. And I'm like, grandmother, like, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to be. And I'm like, okay, you see, because she's from an era where there wasn't yeah, no Facebook. Privacy, yeah. She's a baby boomer. So yeah. come on, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, black excellence. Um, the, the, the progress of, of African Americans in this country has been great. 
Mm-hmm. We still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But she got work to do, do. Do the heroes that came before, and we can go with Dr. King, Rosa. Actually, they just honored uh, Rosa Parks the other day. Uh-huh. I saw something, and I was just, I was thinking about her. Actually, she, she was in my, and that's why I had posted it in the story. She came across my mind. I was just thinking to myself, can you imagine that? You sitting in this bus, you're tired, you, you sit down in the front. The law says you can't sit up front, you're tired. And then <laughs> the bus driver pulls up and said, ma'am, I'm going to need you to. Get in the back because this white man has to sit in your chair. No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not getting up. Ma'am, I'm not going to say it again. If you if you say no one more time, I'm calling the police. Well, I'm not. I'm sitting down. And and this is the crazy part about the story. There were black folk in the bus talking about, Rosa, come, come back here. We don't want you to get arrested, please. Hmm. Tells you the mindset. Of, well, but I mean, it, but, I, I don't think it was a sense of crazy. It's probably their their thing was a the, more the fear. fear. Yeah, yeah, but it's just no, no, because 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 what black person say? You know, Rosa, nah, stay up in the front. Enough mm-hmm. is enough. Mm-hmm. That's what I I know. Somebody was like, Rosa, stay up there. And they said, now nah, they probably didn't say it, but they probably said it in, in their mind. And here's the crazy part: they said in the story when I was in the museum, Rosa Parks was sitting next to another black lady. Who was given the same warning. Now, when she got the warning, she got up and sat and just stood up uh-huh. and just went in the back. But Rosa Parks just stood there. And that was it. She was tired. She was tired. And I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. And look, because of that, and, and you know, they may say, well, there was many other black folks that broke the law. But, I mean, her situation, because she was under the NW. Do you believe the fact that these were laws? That yeah. if you were black, that you cannot sit in the front state of, us. of Alabama. If you were black and you cannot go into certain areas, it's you had to go all the way. You gotta go ten, twelve miles down if you need to use the bathroom. Did because I send, this is a whites only bathroom. I sent you that picture when I was in Tennessee, mm-hmm. where I went in that restaurant and it had whites only, blacks here. Remember, I, I, I was like, oh my god. And you said the food was really yes, good. Yes, the uh-huh. food was good. Buffet food was good. I can't remember the name of the. It was like a um, small town. Buffet style southern food, good food, but they left, and I, and I think they did it just to show how far they've come. As okay, a oh, the history, it was yeah, like the history. Uh, yeah. So, in, they don't I, actually have it on the bathroom doors. No, 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 no. Uh, they just had a museum part where this is what it was mm-hmm. black people couldn't sit here. Like, there was one section where only black people could sit and eat, while white people could sit elsewhere. It's just, it's just, I'm like. Can you imagine mm-hmm. that type of? Mm-hmm. And then, and then they had that picture where. They had white people just launching milkshakes, and it's it's like, come on, mm-hmm. come on. It's oh. very upsetting. Oh. <laughs> it's right. And our generation, we be so even our generation, our and the generations on even before, um, is like we be so angry because we be like people say, oh, couldn't have been me, couldn't have been me, but then it's like you know what? At that time, like people just is like, hey, I and and I think to myself now, right. Why would I ever want to be in an establishment and spend my money in an establishment with somebody who don't appreciate me? You right, understand? Right. But then I understood, like, back then, like, damn, they wanted to go out and have a good time, too. They wanted to go out and have a couple of drinks, too, and, and eat good with their yeah, family. That's right. Why were they not entitled to do that? Right. And, and, and then I wouldn't be, I've been, I'd have been scared because then I'm like, what if they back there spitting in my food? Mm, you understand? Mm. And even now, I I'm, I, if I go somewhere and I feel uncomfortable, I'm 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 going. Mm-hmm. I'm go, I'm leaving. I, you know what? No, thank you. I'm the name good. of the restaurant is called Old Country Store Restaurant. It's in. Oh, here we go. Look at that. That's where only black people could sit at. I, I'm gonna post these pictures up because I'll never forget when I went there. And that I, was where in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. This was um what part of Tennessee I was. At? I'm trying to remember now. Hold up. 
Yeah, see? Please enjoy Woolsworth Stool of Civil Rights History in Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Hang clothes only Jackson. See? Yeah, this was left there. Yeah, this is the museum part. And, and let me say something. The food was amazing. It was good biscuits, good collard greens and stuff. But that museum part, it's just when you step in that side, you're like... Oh so it used to be a, a racist yeah. restaurant. Yeah, it used to be because they, I mean, Tennessee. Are they black home now? I'm not sure. I, well, let, well, I don't know. But, but there was a lot of black people there. There was black people there. Yeah. I, what I want to say is that when I was there, I'm, I'm an energy, I pick up on energy. I don't know about but I pick it up. And so when I got in the room, I was like, wow, so old school. They kept the, I love how they kept traditional, the wood, and, and but then, there's one part where they got the museum and the other part is like the new restaurant. Like they renovated mm-hmm. for this side. And when you go in that museum, you're like... Damn. So it shows you how much they've grown. Yes. Okay. How we came from this where black people could not sit... Yeah, you know, because Tennessee, you the, law, the laws were strict and, and I, this is the South. Yeah. Segregation was real. Yeah, the was laws was the real South. in the South. Yeah. So, you know, but they preserved these things so that black folk and white folk, actually everybody could see... How this restaurant transformed. And and like I said, I did see black waitresses and I saw black staff and stuff. So there is a transformation because enough is enough. Mm-hmm. No one's not going to, especially nowadays, if you're a racist restaurant, then trust me and believe me, you're not going to succeed too yeah, much. No, nah, you're going down. You're going down. Yeah. You're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. You're not going to succeed. So I need to, And so these restaurants definitely try lightly. You yes. Know? And I've been places and I remember going to like a steakhouse um, where I think it was like one of those things where like you got not that you got a funny look, but it was kind of like they were surprised to see you there. Mm-hmm. And it's like black people can afford steakhouse, nice steakhouses too. You know, mm-hmm. white people ain't the only people. Mm-hmm. We can afford it too. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. We're gonna pay our bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't like going to establishments where I'm not welcome. But I'm glad that. You know, they still showing the history. So now I'm glad that they were not one of those people or one of them companies, places where they try to cover up the bad yeah, shit that they did. Yeah, because so they show like, I, yeah, you I, know, I, we were one of those places. Yeah, I, I still feel like the energy would have still been lingering around yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's like, I know I'm in Tennessee, Jackson, Tennessee. Right. What happened here? Because I kept a lot of things. Was this, was this mm-hmm. town kind of racist? Because, and I was on the day, I saw a lot of black folks eating there. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, so it does have some type of ease. And so, not saying if I saw all white, I'd be like, I don't know. But there was a little ease because it's like, okay, if black people's eating, I'm not just black. If everyone is eating here, it's good. It's a legit family business. Right. It's fine. Yeah. So, what about uh, in healthcare? Do you feel like, um, well, first of all, (laughs) (laughs) we about to say this, right? It was, I I know it was terrible back then. Really, really bad back then, but I think now it's still not good. I don't. Okay, let me just say this. I don't know. I don't know if in healthcare we've gotten better or we've gotten worse. And the reason why I say this is because of this. First of all, there was a time where, and a Jewish doctor told me this. He said Obamacare didn't really make things better; it made it worse because now you got companies that. You could get an insurance and you see the doctor one time, but you're paying $100 a month to see the doctor only one time. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, what kind of insurance is that? Right. I mean, of course, it's for some healthy person, but still, even a healthy person needs decent insurance. Right. Basic insurance should be for everyone. When I see home, and I think that's the other reason why from last week, 
when I see people on the street, they don't even have insurance. Mm-hmm. They, you know, like like the basics to just for survival, they don't even have that mm-hmm. in this country. In Canada, they do. A homeless person could walk up in a in a if they are messed up and they they could walk in the hospital, even if they don't have ID. But of course, they're gonna have to show what they have and be like, well, I need help because I'm sick or this or that or whatever. Yeah, but you know okay. now that they can't deny. Yeah, they can't deny. And, and that's no, no, no. Even out here, you can't deny it. But my thing is, you definitely gonna get the beer. The beer, yeah. And I'm glad. And if you're black, you definitely gonna get the beer, beer. Yeah. I feel like. I really do feel like, you know. We don't definitely get the best, especially if you, if you don't have good insurance. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've I've had I've had great insurance. And went to places with great treatment. And then I had a basic insurance. You know, I've been on uh, Medicaid before and had, or, or even one of them other insurance, you know, that comes from the city, I mean, from the state. And I could be like, damn, I can't. It's like, or you go to certain places, we don't take it here. We don't take it here. We don't have to take it here. And so now I got to go all the way to the other side of Brooklyn just to get. To go to a place that takes my insurance. It's like, damn. I'm glad you just uh, mentioned that. Let me just, for um, black excellence sake, let me just mention this lady. Henrietta Lacks. We need to get that book to read. She, her, the book on her is actually, it's very, very good. Um, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Let me give y'all just a quick little something about her. Henrietta was an African member whose cancer cells are the source of hella cell line. The first immortal to- immortalized human cell line, and one of the most important cell lines in medical research. The line, the cell line, reproduces indefinitely under specific conditions. Hella sign continues to be the source of invaluable medical medical data to the present day. What companies or what the company at the time did to her and her family was so messed up yeah. because they never told the family, hey, your 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 um family, your Miss Lax, she's the reason why we found a lot of cures for cancer. Mm-hmm. They kept that or quiet treatments. for years. Yeah. And so finally they had to come forward. Yeah. And um her book, yes, she does have a book, and it's crazy that you know, the secret was just hidden. Born in August 1st, 1920, uh, Roanoke, Ron- Virginia. Uh, she passed away October 4th, 1951 in Baltimore. And she was in her 30s, right? And she died from cerv- cervical cancer. Cervical cancer, yeah. yeah. So, um, but but the thing is here is that... You so know, they pretty much used her body for science without telling her... Telling her, yeah, yeah. And who would have known? I mean, like I said, the importance... Of health, especially for black people, because I know in this country, I mean, yeah, when Obamacare passed, it probably was a great thing because a lot of people did. There was people that never had health insurance; they finally got it because now they were forced. But what what came with that was, hey, uh, I got it, but now I gotta pay an extra hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, some people got actually hurt from it. They called it affordable care. But honestly, it wasn't affordable. It wasn't affordable because and I became, and I tried to get it one time and I realized I'm like, how much I gotta pay? Yeah, see. And I just when before, like, I, can't I mean, this. the only the only thing I I say that now was forced for these health companies, health insurance companies, was that regardless of your health condition, they had to give it to you, mm-hmm. or else the government would would find out. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, we'll give it to anyone, we'll give it to anybody, 
and they know how to play the system. The system really got played now because yeah, and, you and didn't pay for another it. Another thing I learned too: this system was made in Canada. They got these people from Canada to make this system, which the Canadian government said, "We don't want this. Kick it, kick it out." And an American system said, "Bring it here. We can use this." Because at the end of the day, and I said this last week, we are a capitalist country. Mm, yeah, we at about the, the end money. of the day, everything is about money mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. Everything. I heard so many. I was watching this thing, and they were saying how um, the amount of money spent in healthcare. Right? Like, if you wanted to have a baby, the amount of money that it costs when you were having a baby versus the amount of money that it costs. So, now I want you to Google real quick. How much does it cost to have a baby in the U.S. versus the U.K.? Oh, well, okay. Uh, well, the U.K. is free. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. The United right. Kingdom and Canada right. is free. But right. let me say this. Let me say this. Okay. And my grandmother always tells me this all the time. Nothing is free. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, in the U.K. and Canada, they do pay higher taxes than us. That is true. But your higher taxes do go to not just the policemen, the fire department, and the basic civil service, but it does go to health care and et cetera. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'd rather have my money go to my basic needs so this way I don't have to worry about it later on. Right. I, that's just, right. that's, I do right. feel like that. Maybe someone will say, oh, you're a social... No, 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 no. It's just if everyone pays, we all get this. Right. I, I, I'm fine with that. But in America now, uh, and let me just type this in quickly... Um, does it cost to have a baby? And that's just a general thing. Because I know somebody was saying that the fact that it costs so much in the USA. So eighteen thousand eight hundred. That's on average sixty five. Eighteen thousand. Mm-hmm. And it's free in the UK. And it's free. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, 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 the, the still, the, let me tell you something. Somebody even gave, if they have to have a C-section. Right. Even, so somebody stick, stiffed me a bill and said, it, you got to pay 18. And no, I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. What is it? It's from Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They, mm-hmm. they burning something? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, health insurance for this country. Mm, we, have, we have some progress. I remember in the 70s. When Nixon was in office, you know, it was a challenging time for him because he had to... It was one of his things he had to deal with. A lot of black people didn't have, and it was just getting out of out of hand, and he had to kind of do something. He did do something, but, but you know, it, it, something wasn't, like it wasn't enough. wasn't offered, though, neither. Yeah. And even, even when you did go to the doctors, you know, they just had this thing where they felt like um, black people's pain threshold was higher than everybody else's. Like, we can tolerate pain... More than everybody else. Right, right. Which is not true. Right, like, right, right. When people say, oh, I've seen this, another thing, I've seen documentary, uh, I've seen, excuse me, of some doctors saying, like, yeah, like, we definitely, some not, you know, like, we treat, you know, uh, people, uh, patients of color different from the non black people. Mm. Because they do feel like, okay, oh, people, if black people come in and they talk about they in pain, they feel like, oh, were they lying? Oh, are you just trying to get drugs? Or you're not in that much pain. It's like, no. If I tell you, you ask me on a pain, on the scale of 1 to 10, what's my pain? And I tell you 10, how you going to tell me I'm lying? If I'm, I'm sitting here, oh, wait, you want to talk? Okay, no, 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 we got to keep to you. 
No, no, no. I'm just saying. I would just let you know. But go ahead, go ahead. You can find somebody. No, 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 no. no. It's not. It's this is just something. Oh, I, was, I just want to represent. Just give him a shout out. Okay. This guy, because we are still on the topic of on healthcare, uh, etc. But mm-hmm. when I get a chance, I want to speak on him because I, I this story is just. just no, 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 no. I don't remember incredible. the story. But no, no, no. We can go off it. Okay. Good. But so just to kind of close off the the, the health the healthcare for black people, we need to we we do need to get better. Mm-hmm. I do feel like black, especially with mental health. Mm-hmm. We we talk mental health. Mental health. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Because a lot of African Americans are traumatized still from slavery, like, from mm-hmm. the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. and from what's going on right now. I mean, things has not gotten better, in my opinion, even with COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of folks are probably still suffering. And if insurance and if health healthcare was better in this country, maybe just maybe, right? Uh, I, and, and I know we're speaking on black people. A lot of people would have just been better off now if right. you could see. But definitely therapy. black people, though. Yeah, yeah. Ther- but and I think I also and let's let's be honest. You know, it's the stigma though. When we grow, we grew up right. Mm. We didn't talk about oh, you ain't go to our parents talking about oh, I'm depressed. You know, I have anxiety. Yeah. We didn't know none of that. We didn't know crazy. none of that is, right? Consider crazy. Right. Or they're gonna be like, listen, go ahead. You go either either some of them use religion or go ahead, go just go pray. You're gonna be okay. Type of thing, right? Yeah. Either use religion or they just say, Oh, you know, you just uh, go lay down. You'll be you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, ma'am, I just I, but then again, I I I've never as a kid used depressed or anxiety as a kid because I didn't know what it was. You know, if I just was all of a sudden just feeling sad for no reason. I didn't know what the, what the reason was. Right. And so now I feel like we should definitely push mental health. Um, mental health, yeah. Yes. For, push, push it, push, push, yeah, push it. Because I know a lot of people. We're not... When you think about it, and I heard uh, Pastor T.D. Jake speak on this, who was a very popular... Pastor. Pastor in Texas and even the world. Actually, they call him the, the, the second Dr. Speaking Mar- of T.D. Jakes, I heard that, Dr. I, Dr. I heard that him... And him and his church is the is the people who run the shade room. Oh, I don't know. I I never heard. heard though. That's what I heard. I don't know. You know shade room though. From yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's true, then I don't know. But I just know that right now, as a prophetic, um, especially even encouraging and and motivator. You know, because time and time I listen to him, but then I have my personal reasons why I don't like to listen to him too much. Okay. It's personal. I don't want to kind of throw that out. But okay. I do listen to him sometimes because he does speak a lot of motivational stuff. Um, he spoke on about how we're not far from the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people still are dealing with that trauma. Yes, and it's passed on. It's called something called generational curse. It's passed on mm-hmm. to the kids, mm-hmm. and the kids have nothing to do with it. But it was just passed on mm-hmm. because. I went from I couldn't eat here to I can't eat here, mm-hmm. but my kids now is dealing and, and, and just society is so changed where you could eat here, but then there's still other craziness going on within our own community. Right. So and honestly, you know what? It's right. He's right in the sense he's right because I find myself anything involving black trauma I don't like to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, certain things I don't like to watch. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the George I, Floyd. The and, George, and, no, no, and, I'm just talking about like sh- regular shows. Regular like even shows, if it's yeah. the regular shows yeah, or yeah. movies that come out. Yeah, yeah. And if it involves like, anything that's black trauma, you, I'm like, you, I don't you know can, if I want to watch you, this. Can you watch, um, what's this movie? Um, is it 12? What is it? You Can you watch anything that denigrates the black man? For example, can Degrades? you watch... Denigrates? Denigrate, yeah. Can you watch, um, what's this one with Jamie Foxx? 
when he him he Jingo uh, Jingo. Can you watch that? I can watch Jingo only because I I find Jingo a little funny, even though there is a lot of black trauma in it. But I find him and Samuel's part just a little, just a, a little uh, funny. Okay. So I can watch Django. Um, but some, some, you know, I don't watch it often, but I do watch, I, I've, I've watched it a couple of times. Have you like, seen Amistad? I've never seen Amistad. Okay. I watched that as a kid. Remember? No. And that, and that, and that, I did watch you, it one time. It gives you the rawness of how yeah. he was transported from Africa no. on the, what's the shit? 12 Years of Slaves. I never watched. 12 Years I watched that. I watched that one. Yeah. That one, yeah. But I want to shout out Brad Pitt because his role, he's like, I'm a Canadian. And uh, I think all men should be free. <laughs> I've even watched. Um, there was I think I think it's Lincoln where, uh, and I there's a scene. There's one scene I like with Lincoln, where he asks him, "Mr. President, uh, you are uh, the black people this and the slavery that," and he said, "Because uh, at the time they were trying to abolish slavery with the amendment." So he's like, Mr. President, there's no way this could happen. This bill will never pass. The Democrats are against uh, slavery. It's not. It's it, I mean, the, no, the, oh, by the way, Democrats was for slavery. Back, actually, for, yeah. was for slavery at that Democrats time. Democrats was bad back in the day. Was was for slavery at the time. Yeah. The the, the Democrats won't go for it. And I, the the best scene, if you watch Lincoln, he stood. He stands up and goes. I'm the president of the United States. Emerge with immense power. We will get this done. Mm. The best scene, and if it, if it I don't was, think I've ever watched. If, if it's Lincoln accurate, Lincoln. if it's really, and I, and I, and maybe it was because at that time they were really fighting for this bill yeah. to get passed. They wanted slavery to end. Quick. I didn't watch, and and even certain documentaries. I started, um, you know, I watch and then when Black History, but sometimes I have to take a break. Like even when the whole George Floyd like thing oh, happened. Boy. And it was like, it was like so much, when I tell you, I literally had to take a mental break from social media because it was just, I'm like, I cannot, I like every time I turned on or I opened my phone and I see, I'm like, this is just, I can't, I can't anything that I needed to like shut out, I need to shut out anything considering when it comes, I had to shut it out, racism, all I had to shut it out from my mind. I I had not deleted, but I kind of. Um, logged out of my social medias for two weeks. I like I had to. Mentally, it was exhausting for me. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Every day, then going to work and then people talking about it at work and then seeing it on TV and then seeing it here and then seeing it. I'm like, it was too much. So I, I agree. I mean, we're still, you know, not only the older generation, but we're still kind of suffering. And then these are all new. And then imagine that. We're, these are things that we're learning. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that we know about, that we found about. And then it's like, now you pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed and I'm angry and I find myself very pissed. I find myself very angry and I didn't want the anger to turn into hate. You know? And I try not to be a hateful person because I'm not a hateful mm-hmm. person. But I see I, I, you know, I see why some people just be like, you know, they're like you know, I not say that I see it because I, you know, I feel like it's, but it's like some, I hear people saying like I, I had a friend who said he said to me like because we worked at the hospital, of course, predominantly we around white people. And he was like, I, like, he was watching something and he was like, yo, I came to work. He was like, I was just angry. He's like, I was angry. Every white person I've seen, I was just angry. Mm. Angry. Even even the, the guy in the office <clears throat> that we used to work with named Chris, he was white. Cool as ice. Like, from day one, he never, ever, ever, ever made any one of us feel comfortable. Like we loved him, 
But he was like, yo, I was even angry with him. Like, I didn't even want to talk to him. He said, but it was just that anger. He said, because I just started doing, like, he just started doing his own research about black history and all this stuff. And he was like, yo, it just made me so angry with white people. Mm. And and I, I just was like, I, 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 I've gotten to that point. And, and I'm at this point where, not saying that I have this hatred, but I also have this, like, whenever somebody white comes across, like, um... I feel like I'm always on a defensive. Like oh. I, I'm like I'm chill and I'm I'm a people person, so I can get along with anybody. But then it's also one of those things where, like, if you say something that found funny to me, I, I'm in my mind I'm analyzing it. Like, okay, well, is this person be if this person white person being racist, or are they just like, like I don't I you know you got I gotta try to now I'm breaking down what it is that you said to me. Now I don't really hang out. I don't I don't have any white friends, right. so. I can't tell you the last time I hung out with anybody white. Just gonna lie. I like to go to places where it's predominantly black people. I've been to places where it was a mixture. Like, you know, and it's okay with me. But, again, I say all that to say when you say about the TDJs. Him saying to pass down trauma. I, I, I feel that. Like, generational curse. Generational curse. Yeah. I I've, I've have my anger. And even now, and I... I still want to learn more about black history, but certain things that I learned just, it makes me angry. It makes me angry. It makes me, and then it makes me think to myself, like if this all happened damn near 60, 70, 80, 90 years, a hundred years ago, like why are we still dealing with this in this day and age? You know, um, let me um, say this. I, I remember, um, I don't know who I, what, who I told this to. I would have loved to make a documentary on taking a black family from the projects mm-hmm. and actually put them in Africa and put them where okay so they lived in America for five years they get they live the project life that's what they get they go to Africa now but it's Nigeria Ghana South Africa and now they're given a big house of land mm-hmm. how would they cope but my thing is why do I pick this person from the project because it's, it's a study oh I gotta answer no problem oh um um, Did you answer? No, no, I'm gonna answer just okay. now. Um, I, um, I've always wondered how would the black, how would Black America, if they went back to Africa, and they saw, I mean, I mean, even Africa has changed around, mm-hmm. but I was just wondering how would they cope being over there, learning history, learning where they came from. Learning how how would they survive? Will they run back to America? No, no, no. I don't want this. This is not. This is not what I. I would. I I didn't grow. But but you. This is what we. Yeah, but you taking that one family. You know, maybe that family just some people just some people don't like change. You have some people who don't really like to leave their borough. Borough. You know, I've I've worked with people who was like I'd be like yeah you know such such and I'd be like you've been to such such in Brooklyn. I'd be like, Brooklyn? Like, nah, I don't go to Brooklyn. I'm like, okay, have you been anywhere outside of the area that you live in? Like, some people just don't, like, they like to be where they just, like, they're at. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess you may this have to do it. This is why I say people got to Right, it has to, be, it has to be a multiple thing. You a can't just use thing. that one yeah, family. Yeah, family. I probably picture so You have to do different one, families. So middle class. No, no, no. I'm oh, just saying, oh, okay. they could just all That's, be from, the, right. from, like, okay, put them in this atmosphere. So you mean the hood. You want to take somebody from the hood who who just who are stuck in the hood, and you want to put them in the African African, right. you know. And I want to take a, even a middle class family home, mm. bring them in Africa. 
see how they are. How mm. In Ghana, South Africa, whichever. See how they are. Because especially South Africa. South Africa is coming up big time. Mm-hmm. South it's Africa beautiful. is like competing mm-hmm. with the, the big boys. Right. You know, America, Canada, UK, France. They're competing. They're coming up. Right. You know, so... I mean, Africa is always... But people... Even Ghana. People this, Ghana's coming yeah, up. Yeah, people Actually, have this stigma with Africa and just... It's just look. We're, right now, we're past the whole Africa's yeah. just a safari place. Right? Not no, 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 no. 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 Listen, Africa's uh, luxury. Akon, Icon. I don't. I always say his name wrong. He's Akon. building a. Okay, he's building an actual Wakanda that's gonna be computerized, tech not like on a next level. Right. In his uh, what uh, is his uh, uh, Senegal? I forgot what countries, but he's actually building that. Mm-hmm. In Africa, okay, it's gonna be a big deal. Mm-hmm. I would like to visit. Yeah. So no, he did. I know he built a couple of schools in Africa. So, folks, we're gonna be right back with more. Let's sip and chat. Be ready for more new things that we're gonna talk about. We'll be right back. And we are back. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla, listen. I, 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 I want to meet you someday, Gorilla. Please, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you some Gorilla tickets. Okay, good. Yes. Yes. Ah, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Let's go. Oh, wow. I gotta wash that off. Yes, you do. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was silver there. I thought it was a silver there, too. I thought I had. Oh, okay, shit. You got a hand sanitizer? Um. Oh, wow. This is the water from... Yeah. Damn. I can't believe I have it. Well... Hydrogen peroxide and yeah. baking soda can actually do the trick. But you yeah. still need some time. It's all right. What's going to say? So, we're going to just... Um, we're back now, and I know we're trying to um, pretty much talk about other things that's been going on. And, and, and of course, this is Black History Month. and um, So, you want to get... Let's start off with the person you have. We have a couple of heroes we want to recognize. We have a lot of people we can recognize. For example, I can recognize right now Bob Marley. Jamaican. Is this love? Is this love? That's right. And he connected with the whole world. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, Bob Marley, big up yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, Another another recognition I want to do is Henry Box Brown. Folks, this is an interesting story. Mm -hmm. Very interesting story was a 19th century Virginia slave who escaped to freedom at the age 33 by arranging to have himself nailed in a wooden crate. In 1849, the abolitionist in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, for a short time, Brown noted a abolitionist speaker as Northeast uh, United States. He mailed himself from Virginia to Philadelphia in the box. And folks... Back in the days, there was no FedEx. There was no UPS. There was no DHL. None of the services that we have now, they didn't have back then. They were on a horse or you was put on a train. And it took a while. Yeah, days. 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 So, this is a big story. Maybe more than days. Yeah. From from Virginia, it it took a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, look up the story of uh, Henry Box Brown. Um, do you think that's why they call him Box? Because he's melted stuff in a box? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. look up the story about Henry Box Brown. It's a very interesting story. It's a very how he, he shipped, pretty much shipped himself to freedom. You know, and I'm going to tell you something about black people. 
when we gonna we gonna find a way and this is what i love okay we gonna find a way he was like all right they didn't want to give me freedom because once you got up there you were free you was free they of couldn't course, do anything at the time the south anything from dc below you, if, you, if you was black and, it, and a white person captured you they automatically made you a slave if you went to Baltimore, Maryland, actually, what I heard about that state too, there is in Baltimore where a certain point was still actually a, a white. To this day, yeah, they have a certain point where you had to pass that point to be considered free. In Baltimore, mm. and they have it by in Baltimore City. So from Baltimore, New Jersey, Delaware, you're free. Mm -hmm. But anything below, because Washington D.C. was actually a trading ground for slavery. Right. So, yeah, you was free, but you could get captured. And guess what? You were brought down, down south to Virginia. You're safe. Damn. Always remember, folks, the south was big on Heavy slavery. On slavery. The, big on slavery. Heavy. Heavy. They ain't want to let it loose. They ain't want They ain't care what happened. They ain't, they ain't, we don't care what Lincoln said. Y'all going to be slaves. Yeah. And so, and then to the point where they didn't even tell people that they were free. They the, weren't, they, the, they had the options. The Confederates were big on slavery. That was building their economy. It was building at the time, was going to be their country how they won the Civil War. Mm -hmm. But, of course, we all know history. That didn't happen. America stayed tack. We had the Civil War. The, the, of course, the North won. And pretty much, slavery just had to be abolished. Right. Right. Things was changing, and that was it. But, so of course, we know that the South now said, you know what? Okay, you can't have slavery. Well, you know what? We're going to have segregation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's We're going to have segregation. They and let me ask you a question, though. Right, would you would you have been okay if it was we still was doing segregation and listen, hear me out though, right? If it was just you have your blacks here and you just have blacks here, you have whites here, like we were like separated. You good? Mm -hmm. Um, and they didn't bother us. Because remember, we were, we had our own. Fine. Y'all want us to have it. Y'all want us to sit at your diners. Y'all want us to come to y'all movies. Y'all, y'all hospitals, the center. Fine. We're going to build our own. Right? <clears throat> and that's what we did. And they came and they tore it down. And we talking about Tulsa. Yes. Well, Tulsa's not the only place that they tore down. Even Central Park. Central yes. Park had a black yes. owned and then yes. black owned. And yeah. they said, you guys got to move. Yep. You have to move. Yep. No? Okay. Well, we'll kick you out. Yep. So, as many places that we've done it, it's like, y'all want to be, y'all wanted it so bad, but whenever we did have a place, y'all didn't want us to have it, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, excuse me, I'm not saying that, no, I don't think it would have been good, but I, I'm okay with, with going to places that's predominantly black. All right. I'm okay with that. So, let me give you, you, you sound like this man right here that I just brought up, Marcus Garvey. Marcus Who's Garvey. Who's a Jamaican. Big up Jamaica. Um, so pretty much Marcus Garvey believed in unify and unify and connect with African American descent in the United States was a civil rights activist who founded the Negro World newspaper. I didn't even know that. One of the biggest things he used to say back then was black people in this country should go back to Africa. Mm -hmm. And actually there is a law. There is a um uh actual written uh, law, whatever you want to call it, that says like legislation that says um, black people can go back to Africa and be free. So this was his big thing in America at the time that said, yeah, uh, we should go back. And I would like to build a home in Africa and have it. Would I? Would I? Would I completely 
move back to the motherland, I can't tell you that now. But I know I would like to have, like, property. Mm. And I, I would like to have something, like, out there. And I would like to, you know, have something established. One of the things, I would like, maybe possibly I would like to retire there. One of the things I said is I think I feel every African-American should go back to Africa. Mm-hmm. The reason why is this. First of all, we're not from here. It's mm-hmm. not our land. Yeah. Uh, the natives was here first. Yes, it's the natives' land. It's the natives' land. Yeah. Period. Whatever the white people came from, y'all go back. Y'all go back. Go back to the mountains. European, well, European, Europe. Um, I just want to say, y'all should, we should go back. We should try to find, I know they got these things where you could find what part of Africa you come from Mm -hmm, with mm. your DNA. Your tribe. Find out what is, because I, I think from your past, you have an understanding of your present and future of why you like certain things. Why you... You, especially when you understand your tribe you come from. If yeah. your tribe was big on fashion or jewelry mm-hmm. or nice clothing or dancing, yeah, it, it, it's it's a thing that I think will you when you make that connection, you're like oh, I understand why I'm like this because you have a connection. I, one of the things I want to say, Egypt. I'll never forget when I first went. When I stepped foot in Egypt and we was driving around town, I was amazed. I was shocked. You know, I stopped by, ate some good food. But when I got closer to the pyramids of Giza, I told my friend, I said, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm connected here. It's like it's like home. Uh-huh. This is Egypt. This is Egypt. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm home. And then I'm looking at the Sphinx and I'm saying to myself, wow, like this is just, I don't know. I feel a connection. But this is why it's important. It's very important to go back to the roots of things because you have to understand your past right. to kind of say, oh, my present, this is how I am now, so that it could better your future. A lot of African-Americans in this country don't understand their past. They understand their past of what they've been through, but not the past of their ancestors. And I think that will help out and even alleviate some of the things they're actually going through right now. If they would just understand their past. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying if you come from the Caribbean. No. I'm talking about Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the motherland. Because there was another thing that I saw with my friend. He sent it to me. A Chinese scientist was studying where did people come from. Mm-hmm. He ended up finding out that we all came from Africa. And they were... the China, Even these Chinese scientists were amazed and happy that they found out that they came from some part of Africa and was descending up to come on come on it's not called the motherland for for nothing for nothing it's mm-hmm. called the motherland for it's the birth of not just one people many people okay so yeah. yeah i can't wait to go so my one of my really really good lovely friends like my sister she's like my sister my best friend april her birthday her big 40s next year and yours too shucks i keep you'll forgetting okay yours too um, I don't feel. We'll, I, I'm gonna tell you. I don't feel like it, you guys. Of I don't feel it's like fine. It. It's fine. Um, it's like I found the fountain of youth in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> and our, you know, hopefully God's willing, our plan is to go to Africa. And she was just asking me, and I was like, "Girl, yes. Like you ain't gotta ask me twice. My passport is waiting. I'm ready. And then whatever you decide to do, please let me know because I'd like to be a part of it. Like yeah. you know." Turning 40 is a milestone. It's a milestone. You Especially know. in New York City. Yeah, sure. Folks, African Americans, when you reach the age, I know in Los Angeles it's 20. New York City says 25. As a black guy, if you reach 25, you are safe. Because you're either supposed to be in jail or you're supposed to be dead. Wow. Can you imagine that? In New York City? I I, I went to Chicago. What age limit are them? 
for yeah. African American. I'm sure it's not 25. I'm sure it's not even 20. I'm sure it's, it's probably sad. 15. It's sad. Come on. Come on. Um, I could, there's so many heroes we can mention. We yeah. Can, of course, Dr. Do you have King, anybody else? Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. You, y'all already know. With them. What's, your, what's your new... Your, you know what one person I, 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 I love? Listen? I love um, Benjamin, this guy. I love him. I love him. I, actually, you know what he's doing? He just filed a new lawsuit against the government. Benjamin the, Cook. Yeah, against the government, against a Malcolm X's death. Mm-hmm. He did. He just filed another loss, a lawsuit against the death of Malcolm X. Yes. Mm-hmm. Civil rights lawyer at that. Mm-hmm. Um, he, let's call him the Johnny Cochran of our time. Okay. Pretty much. You know, he's fought for Breonna Taylor. Right. Every, pretty much everything that the, he's there. Okay. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm loving him. I hope I can meet what him about, What about, like, celebrity status? Like, celebrity who's status. your, like, well, can, I mention, can I mention, can I mention, because something mention. I've been coming across, though, which a lot of his movies, which is actually excellent and really, really great, is can I mention Denzel? Denzel is a like one of my King Kong ain't got shit on me. I have your no, let me stop. <laughs> um, he's one of my favorite actors. Like, I think he's an awesome actor. I think he's great. Like, and I think Peacock just has a lot of his movies. Yeah, and um. I told myself, I'm like, I just need to binge watch a lot of his movies because he plays. He's had an a, excellent have actor. You ever heard of his he's mo- been in the game a have long you, time. Have you heard of his motivational speeches? This, uh, I have to probably check very, it out. He's very good. At yes. Telling. I've heard him speak. Yes. He's yes. very good at motivating. Mm-hmm. I think he's a pastor, actually. I heard something like that, too, but he's very good at that. Mm-hmm. So I hope in his life, another guy, another person I would love to, to meet. Of course, you know, my, 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 my guys. Will Smith, we know. Yeah, Will Smith, but, but the second behind him is Jonathan Majors. I just want to shout him out. I, Jonathan Majors, you are, I'm telling you right now, I'm so, I'm so inspired by you when I was watching the film. Um, Did you go the, see the, with, oh, no, 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 Devotion. I'm telling you, Annette, it touched me. This guy can, he can act. He can act. He can act. The brother can act. And he look good too. <laughs> I, I, okay, that I'm sorry, I'm not for that. But brother, you can act. Majors, you can act. You know what's it's like we lost um this guy, um, the Black Panther guy. Chadwick. Chadwick. We lost but him. We have a lot of uh, we of lost black him. actors out yeah. in Hollywood that is that's out it's in Hollywood that's great. Sad, but God said, you know what, no, don't worry. I took him, got but many. I got majors for y'all. And mm-hmm. I'm i I'm telling you, he... Oh, I love Jonathan Majors. I love this guy. I love this guy. Yeah. I love this guy. I hope I can be And he's him. a bad guy in a, in, in it, it, world. Yeah, I, but I'm going to tell you something. No, 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 no. It's just the variant. Okay. The variant of, you know, he's good. He, he plays, plays bad. bad guy. He yeah. plays everything. No, so, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him. I, like I, I love, I'm loving the acting. I'm loving mm. the acting. Um, who else? I mean, Samuel Jackson, we got to give recognition to him because he, he's, of course. he's the guy that's been in so many films. I mean, it's yes. just... He's been I in everything. He might be up there with he, Denzel, too. No, he's passed. In film-wise, he's been in so many films. He it has. surpasses Denzel. Been, even if it's not mm, yet. I don't know. If you look at his... He's been First in... Well, we're not going to compare. We're not going to compare. No, 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 compare great black I'm just, men, but... I'm just saying that he's been in more films. Not yes, He's funny. More films. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in Star Wars. He's in Are Marvel. Are they really taking him out as uh, a Marvel? No, I'm they just said saying. They replaced. No, I'm actually. No, no, he's not. But look, Star Wars, Marvel. He's been in uh, so much stuff. I yes. mean, 
Come on, Pulp Fiction. Pulp and he fiction. does Broadway, too. And he does Broadway. This, yeah. And the crazy thing about Samuel, he started late. You know, he started in his 40s. You know, he was in uh, Coming to America as the thief. He was the thief. <laughs> they say he was on drugs. You know, he was on drugs. I he, didn't know that. He, he started off, I think he started, he was he doing an interview. They, he said he started off on Broadway. Mm. But he was he was on drugs, though. He smoked crack. Guess he mm. said. And, you know, once he got clean, whatever the case may be, but he is a great actor. He's yeah. a wonderful yeah. actor. Yeah. And hilarious, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, those are the people I want to shout out. Yeah. You know, art, I would just stay in Artist, James Brown, of mm-hmm. course. You know, and, uh, the Brown's hardest the working black man in. He's to beat his wife. Ooh. Well, oh, okay. Well, that's. All right, all right. I got to the side. Music wise. Music wise, he's still as the hardest working black man. He's to beat his wife. King. He's the king. He's the first king that. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Broke records. Mm-hmm. Wait. Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens. Next person. But wait, was the high school you have to go to? Um, uh, Erasmus. Erasmus. It, right. It wasn't it dedicated. It was. No. They named Erasmus after. No, 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 no. no? Jackie Robinson was named after uh, Jackie Robinson, not Erasmus. They did. Yeah, they did it. No, no. Get out of here! I suppose somebody told me that. Recognition to LeBron James, Michael uh-huh. Jordan. I mean, Magic Johnson. I don't think Magic Johnson has AIDS, by the way. Magic Johnson, you don't, you don't have AIDS. You don't have it. You're cured. Yeah, I think he is. You was just a front man. Said, hey, I'm Magic Johnson, I got AIDS. But uh, on the secret low, 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 they just using me to kind of like promote the drugs that you guys, all the poor. So guess what? Later on in the years, they told me I'm going to get cured. So I'm cured. Yeah. This is my opinion. That's all I got to say. He got it young. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well... Yeah. When he was playing with L.A. This is what happened. And I heard his story. They said, because he used to sleep around a lot of women. He was married to Cookie. And supposedly this one night, he was sleeping, sleeping. And this last girl he slept with kind of like was scared. He didn't know. He just slept with her anyway. That's it. HIV. Boom. Positive. Changed the whole landscape in the NBA. Because they said even um, they would watch him. And he was cutting up even while he was playing. And people would be scared to even touch him at the time. Can you imagine that? Yeah, but people didn't know, though. People didn't know. People were scared. Scared. Because yeah. you, you're going to be scared of the unknown. You, yeah. They didn't know how you catch it. it. Not knowing that you can't catch it from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't so, catch it from yeah. kissing. Yeah, you can't, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, those have mentioned the, the people. Yeah. And and by the way, regardless of that, he was a great basketball player, great though. Great basketball player. That's mm-hmm. probably the best point guard. Best point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, living. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. So, um, uh, I'm trying to see who else. Who else? Oprah. Oprah. I gotta give, I gotta give Oprah a shout yeah. out. You know, she out there. Not, out there. Oh, let's Did talk we, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. We got the book right here. Becoming. Becoming. Becoming and was, Michelle Obama. And, and I, never t- I never read, I just know the front page, but Becoming Michelle Obama must be a book about her whole life. Mm-hmm. Her raised, I didn't know she was from Chicago. I mean, yeah. you know, her whole life growing up. And going into the White House and not even leaving. I mean, the book came out. I heard it's a very good book. I know it was a bestseller. Right. So um, I know a lot of people are even hoping for her to run, run Pre- for presidency. President, yeah. And I and I'm I will say this. I know for a fact she'll win. Okay. She will win. No questions. She don't even need the South. She would win landslide yeah. victory. Whoever. Would you vote for? Her? 
Yeah, I, I, I would vote for her. Mm-hmm. I would vote for her. Yeah, I would vote for her. Oh, right. not. Let me just say this. Let me not say this. She black. Hold I'm up. Uh, not because she's black. I want to hear her views because okay. I don't understand. I don't know all her views. Mm-hmm. I don't know all of it. Okay. I don't know all of it, okay. but I would vote for her. She would get right, my so let's vote. Get in, let's get into some trending because we already way past no, our sorry. time. So yeah. some trending topics, of course, uh, what have happened recently in East. Uh, so we, there was some confusion. Oh, well, well let's talk about Kevin Hart because it's kind of like did um, brought up what had happened in, to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Well, we first, Richard Pryor, we're going to give Give him his props. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't give, unfortunately, Bill Cosby. Can we? Or we can't? Mm-hmm. Look, at, look, at the end of the day, Bill Cosby yeah. is still the father of comedy. He is still the father of comedy. Oh. What happened in, in his, what you call it, it's, messed, it's really like messed up what he did. But because of him, a lot of other comedians was inspired. The, the, Richard Pye was inspired by Bill Cosby. Okay. It, it, it's just a trending thing. So we have to, you know, I'm not saying I'm and recognizing what he rapist. I'm not recognizing what he did. But at the time in the 60s, Bill Cosby was the man. Mm. And even though he was doing other things by drugging other women, I mean, that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not recognizing that. But Kevin Hart had an issue in Egypt. And, um... What happened was he got canceled. And the reason why he got canceled for one of his shows is because... I'm bringing his laptop closer so you can talk. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart scheduled the show in Cairo, Egypt. was reportedly canceled this week following a comedian's alleged controversial statements claiming ancient Egypt kings were black. All right. And is that false? I've been and is that false? Hold on, I'm going to answer it. I've been to Egypt three times. He's not lying. Now, I don't know why the government said, hey, you can't be here talking about that. I do know that um, at one time, Egypt was black-owned. The whole pyramid building and everything was black-owned. Over time period, history says things change. Now, it do wars and etc. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to debate that... Thing, I'm not going to debate that. But what I'm going to say is, yes, he's not lying. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not lying. Now, I don't know if they want to suppress the truth. I already showed you the, the, the thing with right with mm-hmm. with, with uh, Richard Pryor when he went to Egypt. Right, right, right. <laughs> Maybe that's when what found the truth, it's yeah, like, uh-oh, uh-oh, yeah. suppress the truth. We can't let you... Because cause guess what? If a lot of people learn that, like I said, mm-hmm. people, black people learn about their past, it will help their future. Their, their future. They'll help their future. <laughs> future. New word, y'all. Future. They will help their future going forward. Right. You taking half and I'm taking half. You want half? Well, hold up. I forgot you still had this. I forgot I had Oh, no, yeah, we talking about. So, they banned him from... Um... They didn't ban him. They just canceled his show. So, he could not pretty much basically... Um, perform based on his statements i don't think i don't think there's no lie to that i mean he said something yeah he said mm-hmm. something that he said something that had truth to it uh-huh. and um i believe that i believe there were black kings there were black queens mm-hmm. um i forgot the one of the the richest men let me type this up quick the richest man in, in africa the problem is that people don't People don't like to... They don't want to hear the truth about black people. They know that we came from luxury. You think luxury was just... Nah, we came from luxury. Okay? Mm-hmm. You look for it. No, no. Uh, I'm looking for it right now. Go ahead. 
Um, and so that's that's Musa, that's Musa. Uh-huh. This guy was a trillion near. Okay. Mansa Musa, mm-hmm. according to his story, is the richest person ever to walk I'm the earth. Man- yes, please. Yeah. This guy, the 14th century West African ruler whose wealth was simply indescribable. Bill Gates, even uh, Warren Buffett, even Facebook boy, Elon Musk, you could put even, um, uh, who owns Amazon? Um, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Please Nothing please. to this man. Mm-hmm. This guy will walk around town, give gold to people like it's nothing. This is th- th- you want to talk about riches? This man was rich. Mm. No, 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 no. That's not the word. It's not in wealth. It's not in wealth. This guy was beyond that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this man, yeah, yeah. This guy, yeah. yeah. Musa, what's the name of it? Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa. Okay, we're gonna restart him. Yeah, yeah, he was the rich one of the one of. The, well, actually, I think he's the richest man on the planet. Mm. I think when he went to um, he went to Saudi Arabia, he carried so much gold. Like I say, he walked all through the Saharan Desert. Just here you go. You want a gold bar? Here you go for you. Here you go. I guess nothing. That's how rich he was. Okay. Okay, Elon Musk. Okay, Jeff Bezos. Bill Gates. When your foundation that just. You're a scientist now. I don't know how. You was a computer geek and you became a scientist, mm, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, um, anybody else? We any, Anything trending? Or are we going to wrap it up? I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm trying to think. Who else? Black Hero. I mean, it's many well, more. No, we, it's, I it's, mean, it's, we it's, already it's, went to. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so many others. I, like I said, there's so many more Black Heroes we can always look and we're at. We're going to still talk be, about them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even, after, even though this is the last week of Black History Month, listen... I was gonna ask you this question. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you the question: Who, what white person is the closest to be like if they could be black? Who would you? I mean, I wouldn't pick anybody because not even Bill. I, I said Bill Clinton. No, <laughs> I don't know. not the shit that he did to black people. Just, just, just why? I, I think, I think musically, I want to say in the music because I feel like some of them had that. So fulfilled, I feel like, damn, maybe you should have been born black, even though white people come from black people. That's another story, though. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, damn, what's so fulfilled? I don't know, Justin Timberlake. I used to always call, I used to always feel like he was the, I know it, it sounds crazy, though, right? Like, he was the blacker quote-unquote, because I feel like he was more... Maybe he was more relatable because he was more relatable. And I always mm-hmm. be like, oh, he's the blackest white boy that I know. That was, that's what something I used to say because... Watch this. Elvis. You know, but Elvis was before my time. I didn't really right. listen to no, Elvis no, no, music like that. I, I, every time I watch Elvis, I see the black dancing in him. Period. And he learned from the black folks. Yeah. He they, learned they say that from... He stole a lot of stuff. Okay, though. he stole it, but the... the and just okay. like, I feel like I Justin Timberlake... Well, listen, listen, wait, listen. hold up. Wait, hold up. So let me say this. Let me say wait, this. Wait, hold up. Stole. Let me say this. Wait, wait. He learned under black folks. Yes, what can I say this? He went please? under... If you watch... Hold up. Watch the movie Elvis. He learned under black folk. Can he I was say under, this? He was under B.B. <laughs> um, um, King and even this guy, Little Richard. He went to Memphis. He was around a lot of black folk. He admired them because guess what? He, he learned, stole. I don't think the word is stole. That's so, the wrong word. I, it's That's funny the wrong though. Word. The other, uh, a couple uh-huh. Of, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, um, and you know, maybe probably 
it'd be like two or three weeks to go. I was just kind of just home. Of course, I can't really go anywhere too much. So I'm home having a couple of drinks. And I'm like watching YouTube videos, the music videos of like artists. And I was a big NSYNC fan. Like I was a big, you I'm know, I love. One right, right. So <laughs> I was super big. And so like even now, and I'm here, here I am, 37 years old. And I remember watching the music videos. And I think to myself like, like these, these people, these music industry people knew what they was doing. Right? They knew... That okay, we already getting the we already targeting the the white audience, right? Because it's the white boys, whatever it's gonna be. But they knew how to target the black audience because one of the things, of course, they was like, you know, they were very good looking, you know, white men, and um, but one of the things that they did, like their swagger, so on, swagger. Yeah. yeah, you can tell that it came from black people. Gotcha. Like, come on, you know, white people don't dress like that. You know, white people don't dance like that. Like. I've seen them and, and and me there like now watching the videos from from the nineties. Mm, the nineties. Um and the two thousands, it's like okay, I see what they did there. I see that I see how they made um uh these pop stars more relatable mm, to our culture. To our culture, right. Which is crazy. But anyway, so that's why I said back in the days like it was called Justin, like, oh, he's the, the um the whitest, um the blackest White boy, I know, whatever the case may be, because of how they made them so relatable. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I would never even say anybody, like, listen, if I, I see, I seen something on TikTok where the, the guy was going, this guy was going around campus, this campus is like asking a bunch of kids, if you had to be any other race, um, what would you be? Mm-hmm. And if, and a lot of, well, actually not a lot of them, but all of them would be like, I wouldn't be any other race. Like I'm, I, I'm okay with be like I'm happy to be black. Like I would not mm. change it at mm. all. But if you had to be any other race, would you be any other race? No, I wouldn't. I love, okay. I love. Okay, no, no. I say that maybe ye- years ago, but mm-hmm. I would, I would have said, I love being black. Mm-hmm. I, I have a great understanding of where I come from. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at now, mm-hmm. and where we, where I, that's actually the importance where of the going? future. Where right. how this is important, where we're going, and what I can do now for the future to right. say, yeah, I'm black and proud. The song says it all. I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Wait, let's, one more thing. I, I will. Ah, uh, well, can we give, go into it quickly? What the East Palestine or no? Um, because we're really all right. Let me just do this quick. Let me, right, let me just do this quick. I do right. real quick because we still have to shout your friend out before we leave. Up. Okay, I'm so give I just want to say, um, also, and, and this comes off of everything that's happening, and you know, all right. First of all, to the city of East Palestine, Ohio, I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know America had an East Palestine. Mm-hmm. Everyone that <laughs> said, "Hey, what's going on in Palestine?" They thought it was around the world. Right. Middle no, it's, it's in Ohio. It's Ohio. Okay. That's the first thing. Second thing, um, it's sad what happened there. You guys had a train derailment, which caused a chemical reaction, which now messed up your waters, etc. And I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys because I do believe the president should have went to y'all and said, hey, I'm with you guys. We're going to do what we can on a federal level to help you guys. No. President Biden chose to go to the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. It's been a one year. I think it's the reason why he went is because it's the one year anniversary since the war started. Okay. I'm sorry. Biden, you messed up big time. 
big time. And this is why when I look at you, it's like it's more for you're more for outside the world than you're in within. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be this president that you claim from the time of your candidacy that you're going to be the the president of transparency. You're going to make everyone connect. No. I could see honestly that if you're a Trump voter, you don't care. And mm-hmm. and, and, and at the end of the day, that's, that's still on you. But at the end of the day, just remember your title. You are the president of the United States. It doesn't say you're the president of black people. It doesn't say you're the president of white people. You are the president of, of the United, United States. States. Right. That means you have different organizations, different groups, different everything. Now, that does have the Klan. It does have uh, uh, different groups that are hate groups. You, at the end of the day, regardless, they represent. you don't have to answer to them, but they're still people. Mm. They still got to live. Mm. You are responsible for us. So when you, when, if I was, if something like that happened in Brooklyn and I saw my leader go to another country and serve them more than us, I'm sorry. You can't have my vote no more. You're not a, I'm sorry. It's just, that's just how I feel. Well, but you didn't have your vote now. And you didn't have my vote in 2020, but I'm just sorry. I just, it's just, it's, it, 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 it breaks me to say Biden, you, this is one of the reasons why I, it's like a missed opportunity. You get these opportunities to make yourself, even if even if you're not, well, we know he's running, but he didn't announce it yet. But this is a missed opportunity. You can make yourself look good. No. Mm. And the whole supposedly, oh, well, the reason why he didn't want to go is because that area is like a Trump, Trump heavy Trump voting. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day. I'm going there because at the end of the day, I'm president of the United States of America. Uh-huh. You went to the Ukraine. It's a bad example. I see Trump went and people will say, oh, he went because it's uh, it's a political thing. You know, he's running. But at the end of the day, regardless of what, he went. And that showed people what a leader a leader supposed to do. Because I'm sorry. That's what you're supposed to do right. as a leader. Right. He's not a leader right now. He's the former. But as a leader, you're supposed to do that. I, I like I was saying to myself, why did Barack? I mean, Barack could do whatever he want. Bush, Clinton, they could do whatever they want. But at the end of the day, you as a leader, you're supposed to go and be like, okay, I'm here for you guys. I do care. Mm-hmm. When you don't show that, I'm sorry. It just, it just, it makes you small. Okay. And this is the reason why, as time goes on, you have you, you feel the way you feel. I feel feel the way I feel. Mm-hmm. So, I got you. Yeah. Um. So let's do one more shout out to your oh, friend. Oh, yeah, Tanisha Holloway. Tanisha. She didn't message me just now. She said she wished it was on video. I want me to. Do you want to do a, a, another oh, quick. Me, me, just so you can do a recap of what yeah, you were selling? Okay, yeah, yeah, let me do that quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to shout her out. She's a travel travel agent, independent travel agent, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and she specializes, specializes in cruises. Yes, she's um, specializing in cruises, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, I, I book cars, I book right. hotels, I, mm-hmm. I book many things, mm-hmm. and um, like I said, we have to get into this habit. Make it a habit, folks. Kayak is nice. Price like, look, I, mm-hmm. I I could tell y'all secrets, but I'd rather support my own. Right, right. I want to see Tanisha be a millionaire. Why not? Mm. You know, kayak is rich. Priceline is rich. They're already establishment. Why well, I can't do the same for my own? Okay. So at the end of the day, go out there and support. And to tell her, am I saying it right? I kind of say it wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. It's her business. It's her small business. Um, let me just get the right. In, in Tele Travel. 
We're gonna post it on we're gonna our, post it on our on page. page. Yes, and we're definitely gonna. Um, I want you guys to support because at the end of the day, guess what? People are coming up. She needs to come up. Yes, I'm telling you, she's the cruise queen. The cruise yes. queen. And I'm going to reach out to her for our family cruise. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, you already got yourself a customer. I'm telling you right now, like you guys, I, and even let me say this too as well. Even if, let's say it costs $10 more. Why give that $10 to Kaya when right. you give it to her? You're absolutely right. Why? You know, let's get away. Let's change this mindset of Kaya. And I'm, I get that. I know inflation is hard, but guess what? Think You got to think bigger and differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you want to support your own. That's oh, wow. The video ended. You you <laughs> want to support your own, right? And and that's what I'm for. Mm-hmm. I rather support a friend than I support kayak. That's oh. just how I am. All right. Well, thank you. We, we went 35 minutes over. We did. We did. We did. But that's okay. You guys are going to listen. Remember what we said? This is another wonderful episode of Let's Sip and Chat. This is Antoinette. DJ Soup, the Americano. And we're out. Bye. Bye.